Welcome to Read Smut, the podcast that reads and reviews romance and erotica. We're your hosts, Faith, Katie, and Meg. We're joined by our illustrious sound engineer and editor, Kelsey, who has never read romance. We would like to remind you that this podcast gets spicy and is not recommended for children. All right, so The Duchess Deal by Tessa Dare. When girl meets Duke, their marriage breaks all the rules. Since his return from war, the Duke of Ashbury's to-do list has been short and anything but sweet. Brooding, glowering, menacing London 'er ne'er-do-wells by night. Now there's a new item on his list. He needs an heir, which means he needs a wife. When Emma Gladstone, a vicar's daughter turned seamstress, appears in his library wearing a wedding gown, he decides on the spot that she'll do. His terms are simple. They will be husband and wife by night only. No lights, no kissing. No questions about his battle scars. Last, and most importantly, once she's pregnant with his heir, they need never share a bed again. But Emma is no pushover. She has a few rules of her own. They will have dinner together every evening, with conversation, and unlimited teasing. Last, and most importantly, once she's seen the man beneath the scars, he can't stop her from falling in love. An Avon romance. Kelsey's face that entire time was really funny. She was like, what? Like, <laughs> every bullet point. Would you pick this book up off the shelf if you saw it? Probably not, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Maybe. I'm not going to say no. I think it sounds intriguing, I think. I mean, based on just the front? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty standard romance cover, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I kind of like the... I like the cool and the warm tones. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really lovely pastel cover, and I would probably pick it up to turn it over and, like, read the back. Mm -hmm. It's it's very, it's a sexy cover. I like that. But I think I would be like, oh, the Duchess deal, and I'd see a classic romance embrace, and I'd be like, what differentiates this from any other book I'm looking at? That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so. so we have the front so cover. So there's a title. It's in white, fancy writing, The Duchess Deal. Makes sense. Pretty standard for a Regency. The colors are nice. It's the really warm. There's a window on the left, yellows and oranges. The right has a little bit darker browns and turquoise. In the middle is our couple. They are embracing. Looks like they're about to kiss. Uh, his shirt is coming off and her straps. I don't know. It looks like they may be sliding off her shoulder. It could be a dress that it's... Probably going to be sliding off her shoulder is my guess, based on the... Yeah. You can speak to that, Meg. It's like yeah. a white contemporary wedding dress. It's not historically accurate. It's interesting that on the cover, the left side is where she is, and that's like the bright, happier colors, and then the right side, the left is her, the right is him with the darker, cooler colors. So mm-hmm. maybe that means yeah. something. I guess we'll see. She's bringing the sunshine into his life. And is that a center? Is that a fold? A second cover? What do you call it again? Um, Insert. An insert? Like a cover insert? There is another one. Does it have a quote? Yes. It says, a simple arrangement complicated by passion. (gasps) Dot, dot, dot. And it kind of looks like it's the next step in the cover scene. So it's like you flip it and he is pulling the straps off of her shoulders. It's really hot. It's pretty hot. I really like it. And his shirt's off too. His shirt is now off. Completely off. And mm-hmm. he's pulling That's her dress sexy. off. But otherwise, there isn't much of a change. The colors are similar. It has that additional quote. But it's just getting steamier. Yeah. Getting so, so steamy. With a nice tapestry curtain in the back. Mm-hmm. So this makes me wonder, like, do they 
get married and then he just starts taking off her wedding dress or like is this before they get married if she like shows up in a dress because mm-hmm. she does show up in a dress yeah so it's like is that they start go, going at it right away like, do they know each other mm-hmm. already or I'm excited. Unless this isn't a wedding dress, maybe she's just wearing a white dress. But the back did say she's showing up in a wedding in a wedding dress. So, reading the back, it says once she's seen the man beneath the scars, but the guy on the cover, I do not see any scars. So I'm not really sure what that's going to mean. We'll just we'll just see. Maybe it's a hidden scar, one that she can't see right away. But I'm wondering why he wants to menace London ne'er do wells because it sounds like if he's going to be menacing people, he too is a ne'er do well. But yeah, or maybe I guess we'll see. Maybe he's like Andrew Jackson and just beats people with his <laughs> cane. <laughs> I mean, who knows? He's brooding and glowering in as well. Yeah, I feel like it's a trend. All the ones that we've kind of picked have had brooding, some somewhat brooding, and I'm not sure. A lot of them have been somewhat brooding to a, even like a small degree. Even I to a small so. degree, and I'm wondering if that's. Is it just us, like our taste and things? Are we picking? Or we, just, we just maybe even have happened to do that, but it also could just be a general trope. Tra- trope, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, even the alpha males, even the charming guys, have a little broody side. I'm yeah. wondering why she showed up in his library wearing a wedding dress. That's a good question. I'm maybe that she implies a lot a of window. scandal. Yeah. She fell through a window like Buffy does when she goes into the vi- vampire coven in the se- in the. What season is that when she goes to college? Uh, in the first episode. First when she's episode. Fourth season. Fourth season when she's like, that's my stuff. And then she like, boom, like falls through the skylight. So you think that this woman fell through a skylight? Could have. Maybe. There, that's I why the window is open. She crawled through the window. I was going <laughs> to say maybe he was like about to get married and then got like left at the altar and then she disappears and they're like, okay, yeah, you're fine, but it's in a library, or, so I don't know. Or maybe she's running away from her own wedding. Ooh, like in Friends, how Rachel just shows up like yeah. in a wedding dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It could be that. She's a runaway bride. Like the movie. Runaway, runaway bride. bride. Runaway bride. She's Emma's, Julia Roberts. She is Julia Roberts. We could just picture All Julia right. Roberts as Emma. I might do that. I'm interested oh. in his, his terms. Like, he it's needs like an contract. heir, but, like, why would he need terms? Like, couldn't you just find someone and get married? Like, I know it says he's brooding, but that on the back is not, you know, a bunch of a backstory to be like, I'm going to find someone to have my baby, but I don't care about them. So maybe he yeah. has some kind of tragic past something. or something that he, like, doesn't want to get emotionally connected yeah, to maybe. someone. I'm also wondering why she would agree to that. Yeah, She's running away from her first wedding. Or something. <laughs> she, she's she's or she just yeah. is like, I'm I yeah. fine, she's that's fine. She's, or she's a gold digger. Or maybe she has to marry a really old gross man and she's like, I don't want to marry him. So if she's married to someone else, then mm-hmm. she doesn't have to marry him. That's true. <laughs> maybe she has a reason, like, since she's like, fine, I'm going to use your money to do something that I want to do or help someone or I don't know. Like, like she'll her father is in debtor's prison. Yeah, or something like that. She'll be hello dollying it. The part where it says she has a few rules and she says dinner every together every evening with conversation immediately makes me think of Beauty and the Beast. I know that yeah. Belle... that you s- saw a library? Oh, yeah, and there's a library, yeah. Oh, cool. So there's th- that's where she shows up in the wedding dresses in the library, apparently. Totally Beauty and the Beast. And, and then, then his housekeeper, who happens to be a teapot, is like, <laughs> Emma, Emma, please marry the Duke of Ashford. Ashbury. Ashbury. Ever. <laughs> that's okay. It's on the back. That's the only reason I know. So the, I mean, and in Beauty and the Beast, Belle doesn't make them have dinner together. She actually more forces her to have come to dinner with him, but they do have dinner together and have conversation and fall in love. So mm-hmm. 
and he's a scarred, brooding man, kind of like the man. beast. So, mm-hmm. getting some Beauty and the Beast vibes, which is completely cool because it's a Great good story. movie. Yeah, cool. So, Any you guys want to read this book? Yeah, let's go read it. All right, we'll be right back after reading this book. Feel free to pause and read along, or just enjoy our review. You can check out our upcoming books on our Instagram and read them with us. Welcome back. We read the book. All right. So we're going to do a synopsis of this book, but I have to say it it's my favorite so my far. My favorite so far. Oh, my yeah. God. Landslide. Oh, it's yeah, so good. Hands down. I'm I so glad surprised. we picked this. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm so... I'm, I loved it. This one was really, really fun. This was great. Amazing. Yeah. Just all around so great. It makes me want to read more Tessa Dare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tessa Dare. Ms. Dare. Mrs. Dare. Miss Dare. We dare Tessa. you to write more books. You are a wonderful author. You're a wonderful author. And it's... It was a great, it, this was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have any nitpicks about this except the seamstress, some of the seamstress stuff, but that's because I, in my day-to-day job, am a costumer and a seamstress. So some of the stuff I was like, well. But you still dug it. But I was like, that is a tiny, tiny nitpick. The rest of the story, I have nothing I think really most readers wouldn't necessarily know that either. Like, I don't have any knowledge on that. So she could have yeah. been completely wrong. And Mo- I'd be like, I don't know. Most of it was great. 99% of it was really good. And the seamstress stuff, at least. Do we want to do the synopsis? synopsis. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a synopsis. So um, some of our predictions were (laughs) sort of similar. Julia Roberts. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's all of these women. Um, A little Beauty and the Beastie. So it Mm -hmm. starts with her pounding on a door and being resolved that she had to do something while she's in a wedding dress. Tessa Dare cuts out all the fat at the beginning and is just like, this is, we're starting in the action. You're like, why is this woman in a wedding dress? Why is she trying to build up her courage to do something? Mm -hmm. Why is she knocking a stranger's door? And she's going to his house. No, she's going to his house. Yeah. And at first she was like, my bare arms were cold or her bare arms were cold under the cape. And I was like, wait, is she naked? And then she's like, no, she was wearing a wedding dress. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that that makes a lot more. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make more sense, but it definitely made me feel more comfortable. Yeah, it's just like, what's happening? And then the butler of the dude, duke opens the door mm-hmm. and Con? then he Con. goes in interrupts the duke while the duke is doing work and he's thinking to himself oh man now i just got back i have to like make sure i have to have my solicitors go out and find me a wife someone who's desperate i just need an heir so he's thinking all this in his head and then in comes his butler and be like hey a woman in a wedding dress showed up and wants to speak to you <laughs> and he's like wow that was fast <laughs> yeah. that was super convenient yeah so she bursts into the room and she explains like, hey, listen, I need you to pay for this dress. Yeah, I'm a seamstress. Your ex-fiance ordered this dress. I had to make her this dress and she didn't pay for the dress. Yeah. So I want you to pay for it because I'm literally out on the street if you don't pay me my wages for this. Yeah. I've been working on it for weeks. And it's like this hideous yeah, it's dress. Bo- it's a hideous, hideous over dress. the top. And he's like, he doesn't that. even notice her because the dress is yeah. so. He's hideous. like, that is so gaudy. And she's like, hey, it's not my taste, but I take pride in my work. Yeah, everything is symmetrical. All the beads are attached correctly. Yeah. All the pearls, everything is tip top shape. It's just very tacky because someone else chose it. Yeah. <laughs> so he is poking fun at her a little bit, and he's like, well, like. 
if I'm going to pay for this uh, dress, I want I'll I want it now. So he I like kind of is like messing with her and is like, you're just gonna have to take the dress off and walk home naked. Yeah. And he's like, trying to like bluff her. Yeah. Because he's just like, sh- she's like a seamstress and she came up to a duke and was like, you owe me wages. And he's right. like, let's see how far she'll take this. So he's like, here's the money. You just need to leave the dress. And then she starts taking yeah, the she's dress like, oh, okay. off. She's like, yeah, I effing need that money right now. I will do it. Yeah, you're a terrible person. Yeah. I will take off this and dress and give it to you. And then he's like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Don't do, don't do that. So don't do that. as she was taking off the dress, he was like, damn. He's like, yeah, she's she's real, she's real pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then he was like, just kidding. And then it occurred to him, oh, shit, you look desperate because you're a seamstress. You're pretty. You're pretty. And then she she mentions that she actually he's like, wait, you don't you mannerisms. Your Your mannerisms mannerisms don't seem like a seamstress. Yeah. And she explains. I'm a vicar's daughter and I had to move here. And he's like, well, she has a title. She like she's She's part of the. Yeah. She's like a gently bred lady. Uh, Granted, assuming she's desperate. Well, I mean, she does say I'm going to be out on the street. Yeah. So she's like, give me my money. And then uh, he's like, well, uh, I'll just ask her. He's like, hey, um, would you like to get married? We'll make a deal. Like, here are the rules. Yeah. And he's like, you can either take the five pounds I owe you or you can become a duchess. And she also sees his scarred face because he says like, oh, well, because they're kind of talking a little bit about why his marriage got caught out, (laughs) caught off. What do you say? Come out into the light. Yeah, that's basically (laughs) what it was. He's like basically what it was. Where it was like. She's just asking him questions like they kind of have this repartee going where she's like, well, I want the dress. And he's like, you have to take it off, blah, blah, blah. And then they're talking about why the wedding was called off. And he's implies like, oh, she couldn't stand to look at me type of thing. But and and he's then, in shadow. Right? He's in shadow. Yeah. And then because that's what I was checking. Yeah. So he she says, like, oh, it can't be that bad. And then he literally like turns his face to her. And because it, it says like. It says he turned, he stood and turned his ruined side to her, offering her a full and obstructed view. His desk was in the most shadowy corner of the room, and purposely so. The room's heavy velvet drapes kept out much of the sunlight, but scars as dramatic as the ones he wore, nothing but complete darkness could obscure them. So he shows her. He's like, okay, fine. You want to see? Like, I'm not joking about them. And she's like, yeah, those are those are bad and then that's when he says okay well here's the money but you have to give me the gown and then he stops her from taking it off and she's like sure and he's like think about it well she takes the money yeah she no she takes the money she takes the money for her dress you are pulling my leg you are making fun of me yeah she doesn't really believe he's making the offer yeah and she's like oh you're you want me to marry you he's like i'm offering to marry you there's a difference i'm a duke i'm offering there's a difference and that kind of like comes up i like highlighted that quote then the next scene when she's at this dressmaker shop and she's talking to her friend who's a lady who ends up being in the family way yeah yes. she's pregnant she's pregnant and she's terrified she's terrified she's not married and she's not married she's like it's okay i'm gonna make you her some dresses that make it so divina. it doesn't show divina i think it's divina i think her name is divina, divina. yeah which I appreciated. I'm like, yeah. she's talking about it. Good, good, good. Dressmaking yeah. and how you can like conceal things and hide things. And as a costumer, that like that's what you do. So she's like, dang, like that sucks that she's in that position because I know that position. You don't know what it is yet, but you know that she's had a similar trauma. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Like we've got a heroine who's not a virgin. Yeah. Which, Which is great awesome. because a lot, I mean, Jess wasn't, but she was this, like, she didn't have a lot of sexual experience. But from mm-hmm. what Emma's saying, she's like, no, I fully know like what being in a relationship, a passionate relationship is like. Yeah. 
So I'm like, oh shit, like this is cool. The shop closes and someone, oh, I'm taking over. Oh yeah, yeah, no, she, someone knocks at the door and it's the Duke. And she was like, what the heck? How do you even know where I work? And he's like, I had someone follow you because I offered, you know, offered marriage. And (laughs) And she's like, did you follow me? He's like, I'm a Duke. I had you followed. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely takes his dukedom seriously. Yeah. And so he like offers again and he's like, hey, totally serious. Look at what your life is or you could be a duchess and go by my rules and my deal, which is he doesn't he doesn't want he just they're just going to be having sex at night until she gives him an heir. And then she's going to go off to uh, one of his cottages and be able to live her life her own. And that would be that. That would be the end of it. State in the country. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He's like no romantic attachments. Like kissing. Yeah, no kissing. No lights. And then she realizes that it could help. It Mm -hmm. could help her friend. Yes. Pregnant. Yeah. She's like, if I had my own cottage, I I could invite her to stay as a duchess, and she could have her baby, give it away, and no one would know the wiser. Yeah. Yeah. It's very smart thinking. So she does kind of see a way for his money to like help her. And she also is really poor. Yeah. So she's like, that's a way better life than what I have. I might as well. I won't have to work really hard every day like I have been doing. Yeah. Be worried about like where my food's going to come from. Or Or brides jolting on the payment for their dress. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So she is like, okay, she'll see what happens. Might as well. Yeah. And so he's just like, okay, fine. It's done. Uh, See you on Monday. Monday. Um, I'll have a carriage pick you up, grab your stuff. And then she was like, wait, and my cat. He's like, oh, your cat. And she's like, yeah, I'm bringing my cat. And he's like, fine, bring your cat. She doesn't have a cat. (laughs) She just wanted to like grab some power from the conversation because right? he was taking like, all the power with him yeah he's like what you just have like the clothes you're wearing right like yeah. just like, get in my carriage anything, and we'll right? go and she's, and she's like, like no i have a cat i have things i have also animals who love me so she she does find a cat she, like, <laughs> she picks and i think she, she also wanted him so that because she knew that there, there probably wasn't going to be love between them or like they weren't going to spend time together so i think she also wanted like some living creature that could be her friend yeah that's, in the situation that's too like Philippe the horse in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he she also has away, all though. the talking, like, servants. <laughs> she doesn't know that yet, though. But then she will soon. True. Yeah. So she hops in that carriage. And what does she name the cat? She names him Breeches. Because she's, she's looking at the Duke of Ashbury's. Breeches. 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 While she's trying to think of a name. Because she hadn't named She thinks he's handsome. She does. Yeah. She does. He's Which he can never handsome. possibly fathom because he thinks everyone runs away in terror from him because his it's not only his face that is scarred it's like the whole right side of his body yeah it's like he was hurt in a battle yeah. I think it was like Waterloo I think that's what I think it, it was, was too yeah and he, there was like a cannon it was it like backfired, backfired. Yeah. Him. and you yeah. don't exactly know why like yes he has scars but you're like whoa like you really are afraid that everyone's gonna hate you and you learn about why he feels that way later. Mm-hmm. Also turns out, oh, while they were having discussion and trying to decide, they take a walk. They end up, in, and like she's just aimlessly garden. walking around. They end up in the park that's super shady at night. And he's like, oh, my gosh, did you even mean to leave us here? He's like, we have to leave, like, right now. You know, like, mm-hmm. and this is before she agrees and everything and the cat and so forth. And so they're getting ready to leave. And then two people come up to mug them. And he immediately takes out his cane and brandishes his cane and, like, starts fighting with them and then they see part of his face and they see part of his face and they run away in terror they think he's the devil or something yeah they think he's a demon 
And then when he turns around, he's assuming she had already run to run away because not only has she already seen his scars, but now she saw him acting like a monster. He and was really just defending them. But he was really fine. just yeah. defending them. But he turns around and she is brandishing a weapon as well and like ready. Yeah, to go like a tree branch, him. right? Yeah, she has a tree branch, so she's, she's like just like ready to help ready. defend him if he can't take him on because she's a. Emma's a freaking badass. Yeah. Awesome. She's great. Well, and as she explains, and you don't know the story behind it, but she's like, uh, in the while she's trying to get up the courage to bust into a random Duke's house, she says, I can do this. I walked to London in the snow and survived. And you're like, from where? How far? <laughs> right? Like, why? Why did you have to walk through to London in the snow? So yeah. there's definitely a story there. Um, okay. So she shows up with her cat. She's introduced the house and immediately he's like, hey, get ready because we're going to do this ceremony right here in the library. And she was like, oh, OK. And he's like, the papers are all ready to go. So she comes in. They do the whole ceremony and they so start signing the paperwork. But she's like, I can't even like I don't even understand all this paperwork. It's being thrust in front of me. And the butler's like, I'll help you out. It's cool. And she reads well, it. She reads it. She reads the whole thing. And, and he, he, he makes he makes a point. He's like, wait, are you really reading everything? She's like, I always read everything before I sign my name to it. Yeah. yeah. You? <laughs> I was like, He's like, mm, yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. It was really funny. But that was basically like his terms, right? Like yeah. Like written yeah. down. And then she's that where she says, okay, well, we, could we have to do this, this, these are my terms too. Yeah. I don't know that they necessarily get added to the contract, but he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't get added to the contract, but he, he gives on them. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've got to read that book sometime. It's. I mean, we'll get there. We we'll to. get there. Okay. So and then, so he, it's one thing that's kind of sexy that's already coming up is you're hearing in his point of view that he really wants to get this wedding over with because as much as he just, their wedding at, or their marriage is a marriage's convenience, as, mm -hmm. as they say, he is like, had not had sex in a long time. And like years. he is excited. Yeah. He's just He's like, like, okay, yeah. let's let's get to it like i want to make my air but also like i really just want to have sex and i think she's kind of excited too because she hasn't had sex in a long time either. She, but she has before and she enjoyed it yeah she yes. had a good like she had a good life before time so she's, she's kind like, of she's excited too because i think that was six years ago yeah. or something and she's already attracted to him yeah yeah so she yeah. thinks like, he's just even though he's scarred he she already thinks he's attractive yeah. and he thinks she's pretty so yeah but the marriage ceremony is like not really romantic it's just is all business and they have like a well, kiss and then well then she's like you have to kiss me oh That's yeah because right. he's like okay we're done she's like no no, no you have to kiss the bride and he's like yeah. it's our oh. wedding she's okay. like come on man okay and they have a kiss, and it's really nice. It's a, both of them really enjoy. It was a really hot kiss. They like the kiss. So then they're he's like, okay, go go get ready, and that's when she says, oh, well, we're gonna have to have dinner. Oh yeah, because she doesn't want to feel together. like a brood mare. That's what she says yeah. Yeah. like constantly throughout the book is, I don't want to be your brood mare, so we have to bring oh. some kind and of. He's like, and he's very rude about it. Is and he's he says something. He brood says mare, something yeah. like that where she's like, I don't want to be a brood mare. So he tells her, a brood mare. Hmm, I'm not certain I mind that comparison. If you're a brood mare, that would make me the stud. And there, she said, is the injustice of the world in a nutshell. Yeah, that was that was a great like, line. Good job, Emma. Calling him out on it. Like, yeah, yeah like, I huh. don't. And then he was like, actually, you're you're kind of right yeah, about that. Yeah, he listens to her. He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that that would suck. He does consistently refer to her very coldly and callously like they just have a job to do and they just need to get done with it yeah and it's because he's hiding himself he is yeah because he's he has hurt. been hurt in the past yes. and he just doesn't want to open himself up to hurt 
they have dinner for the first time and it starts out pretty typically when there's a long royal table they're at both ends and she's like well this is stupid so funny she's yeah. like no so she like walks all the way yeah, she oh. sits, sits next to him over. and he's like what are you doing and she's like i'm sitting by you I'm yeah next to you and he's like Ugh. But they make some jokes. But in his mind, he likes it. Oh, he like, totally he likes, likes it. it. He totally likes it. And so they're spending time together. They hang out. And then he's like, okay, you better go get ready. You have like five minutes. No, 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 no. That's the that's the later one. Oh, that's the later one. The, okay. Yeah. This is the first time where he goes and he's like really nervous. And he's like, I'm only going to last like a minute. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to last And he's like, long. I should have brought some oil. Because I don't think he knows she's not a virgin at this yeah, point. Yeah. I don't he, think he, he, he doesn't, doesn't know that. He also did not think fully ahead about the darkness because he oh, yeah, puts out so all funny. the candles and, like, and then he fumbles around the room. <laughs> and he like can't find her and he like grabs like her foot or like he her chin her or something. Yeah. yeah but he's he's he so confused himself. because like he's like, like is this her leg? I don't know. What kind of body is this? <laughs> Turns out she has five blankets on <laughs> because she gets really cold and it took so long for him to get in there. So he's like taking yourself and he's like what the hell she's like an onion she has so many many blankets which is my life when i sleep i sleep with like four or five blankets and my fiance he runs so hot at night that he only has like a sheet that he uses so like one side of the bed is like a pile of blankets and then he's like wearing this light little sheet so i'm lying there I don't know why guys why are, are like, guys that? like that. I don't know. <laughs> and then when he wants to like snuggle with me, he's like, oh my God, I've got to like peel. So I've had the onion peeling experience where he's like, I've got to get under it. Right. That, yeah. yeah that was definitely what the yeah. Duke was It was feeling. really funny. It was so funny. Yeah. And I totally felt like it was a real thing that happens. Yeah. So great. Oh, I loved it. There was some hot fondling going on. There, there was. was. After he finally action. got situated. Yeah. Finally got situated. And it was in his mind. It was very much like this is my wedding night and I haven't gotten to touch some boobs in a long time. Yeah. And I think he does but want her to be comfortable. He, and he to does want her to be comfortable. So he isn't and worried about her being cold. Yes. And, and, but in his mind as well, in the background is, are the words of his ex fiance. Like, yes. am I supposed to sleep with that? Yeah. Which she's calling him that, which is really awful and it's monstrous. Terrible. Like so he's very self-conscious. So he's very self-conscious about it. And then she like makes a noise. I think she like groans or like, like it's in pleasure, but he thinks he's hurting her. Yeah. yeah. And so, she, so he's, he's constantly stopped. thinking which they, they're she's not, repulsed it's, by him. It's not penetrative sex yet. No, no but it does get to that point because he's like, oh, shoot, like, I didn't bring any lube, essentially. And yeah. he's yeah. like, Oil, yeah. he's like, okay, well, then I'm just going to have to get her ready. So yeah. Then there's some there's some good finger action. And she's like, this is that's awesome. when she gro- that's when she moans. This and is great. But then once she moans, he doesn't know if it's in disgust like pain or pain and he's he feels he rejected freaks out and he's like okay i'm so i'm sorry i can't and he leaves and he I leaves can't do this and she was like right so now. ready but i understand see yeah this i get is, it this one makes sense tessa dare did it really well in this in this scenario because it's not like in truth or beard because he's like i think you're so pure and i don't want to ruin you where in this case it's not about him putting her on a pedestal it's himself he's like he's putting like, himself I, in the dirt yeah he's like i, I can't like, I physically cannot do this. And so he shuts down and is like, I'm sorry, we can do this another time. We'll do it yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, and okay, it's because no he's because he says they're going to have sex so every yeah. night until she's pregnant. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so she's like, oh, okay. She was sad about it that they didn't have sex. But at the same time, as a reader, you understand, no, yeah. he yeah. hasn't been traumatized. This He's is... not ready to have sex right yeah, now. Yeah, he isn't. He isn't. <laughs> and so it's definitely, the tension is still there because he wants to still, but he can't. And she wants to, yeah. but she's being like conscientious of her partner. And so it didn't, it wasn't weird like it was in the other books. This was a really well done scene like that. Yeah. It was so great. I mean, it was sad. But it was great. So it was very deep. Do, yeah. Does do they they have an interaction during the day? Well, that night he goes out. Oh yeah, because oh he's that's so right. He's super frustrated. frustrated. He's mad at himself. Mm-hmm. He's sexually frustrated too. Yeah, he goes out and he once again has his his hat and his cloak and his cane and he hides himself with his cloak and his hat. Like that's what he was doing the night when they were walking and he had the fight. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in the fight with someone else protecting someone correct yeah. i don't remember which encounter it was and there was a boy who saw him what was his in name this trevor? trevor trevor who and he yeah. has a different reaction than he's used to people having while everyone else calls him a demon and runs away in fear and screams even when he's helping people he has that experience and then rushes home and the kid's like dude you're like a superhero yeah That's so cool and he's like leave me alone your apprentice yes he I wants to be, be his he wanted to be his apprentice trevor's great and he's just trying to lose the kid so he he goes home loses the kid he thinks um, <laughs> then the next day they're hanging out and she's talking about using the drapes as to a make dress. a dress because it's such a beautiful fabric Sound and music? i i had a comment that's like all costumers have made a dress curtains. out of curtains even if it's like ikea curtains that you buy at ikea and you make a dress out of it i have done that multiple times and i'm like oh yeah no i completely understand her <laughs> wanting to use beautiful fabric in a gown another element i think that's been mentioned at some point by now is that it's very beauty and the beast the servants want them to like Yes. want her to be the one to like oh, break yeah. through his shell yes i think the maid mary mary tells her that and yeah. i think con the butler the butler, butler implies that too well, and they keep the maid keep saying like well maybe you can twist your ankle or fall down and the he can like help you and she's yeah, like yeah they keep I'm giving her suggestions and it yeah. was really funny and she's because you know mary of course is like probably reading romance novels oh, yeah. right and she's and emma's like i'm not doing any of those things that sounds dangerous i could hurt myself yeah. Honestly, knowing him, he probably would be like, oh, get up yourself. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah. Well, and the servants, for them, he's so unpleasant that he makes their life really unpleasant. And so they're like, this is their salvation, too. His happiness is also their salvation in that sense because they have to stay employed there. And he's so miserable. Very, very Beauty and the Beast. And that night is the second. Well, he when she goes to make the curtains, he was like, fuck that. You're a duchess now. Yeah. You don't get to do that kind of trade. So it, and she's like, wait a second, but I love transforming outfits for people and I love making them feel confident. And he's like, no, nope, screw that. You're not going to be able to do that. And she's you like, you have dresses oh. made for you. You don't yeah. make your dresses. Yeah. You have to get a wardrobe. So he said, go order a wardrobe. That's yes. what he told her. Yes, and yes, so yes. then. Oh Yes. Yeah, that's so good. And it, that's what he says. Go order a wardrobe. So then uh, later that night, they have dinner. And then later that night, that's when in din- after dinner, he's like, you have five minutes. No, no, no. No, I missed it again. You did. Okay. Because there's a second time. Because, well, I know. I thought that was the same time. There is another night. And she's naked when he gets Oh, there. yeah. That, she like, he peels the blankets the back blanket. and she's already naked. And he's like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I wanted to get things going. Yeah, yeah, she's like, she's like, like, job she's like we all know where this is going. Like, I'm just ready already. I'm already easy. Yeah, and then out of the out of the darkness get- oh, of yeah. their room, they're getting real hot and heavy. They're yeah, real hot it's and gonna heavy. happen. Definitely. It. 
And then he's like, don't And move. he is so excited. But then he sees something in the corner and it's breeches. And breeches. Wait, wait, wait. At first he's like, he thinks like, it's like a person. Yeah, he's like, he's like oh, he don't it's move. A and she's like, why? And he's like, because there's someone in the room with us. Because yeah. he sees eyes he glinting sees eyes. in the That's darkness. Right. Yeah, and then he like... It's Stops and then he goes over and it's the cat. It's breaches yeah. and breaches like attacks. <laughs> like yeah, seriously, he's like, mauled he's, like a, him. he's like a feral cat. The she cat found him. On, <laughs> she found him on the street. And all I was thinking the whole time because I just watched Kitten Rescuers before I read this when that guy got bitten by the cat and he got yeah. a really oh, serious yeah. infection. I was go like, the he's gonna die get bit by a cat. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's gonna die. That's what I was infection. thinking too. I was like, holy shit, he just got mauled by this cat. So yeah. he was like, it's not happening tonight either because yeah. I just got mauled by a cat. Yeah, scratched up actually like pretty really bad. bad and scratched yeah. yeah it's really bad so again and it is injured shoulder in too really yeah way. it's really great because it's not them being like we can't because of our virginity and our purity and like honor. all that it's like honor. right yeah. our honor we both wanted to have sex but he got mauled by a cat yeah. so yeah. <laughs> like Gotta it's an external force yeah that was not <laughs> either of their faults except for maybe the cats it was great it's a great way to do it and then the next day is when she, she she's starting to realize if I'm going to invite my friend over, the only way it's going to happen is if I'm in society. Yep. doesn't matter if I'm a duchess. I also have to be in society. And she got an invitation from neighbors who were like, Pen- hey, we're yeah, from Penelope. And they're like, hey, come join us for tea. We're we're a group to, that gets together. We have some ladies. And we're, yeah, we're we're different kind of people. And she was like, ooh, different kind of people. Are they implying I'd fit in with these people? Yeah. So she shows up for tea and these are all incredibly charming, quirky women that are of high society that are, you know, n- not typical. So some of them are, are, are single, you know, older women and some of them are scientists and some of them are, what do you call a clock tuner? So clock one of them, she, timer. she fixes and builds clocks and she times them and she times them too. So she will go around to these high society houses and set them to Greenwich time. And so very eclectic. The, the one who invited her is a very Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Um, she loves animals and vegetarian. she has a whole bunch. She has a hedgehog just sitting there. Mm-hmm. She's a vegetarian. Yeah. So she makes vegetarian finger snacks for tea. Yeah. And they're not very good. It's like vegetarian ham. Yeah. But it's like the 1820s. So, so it's like just It's gross. not tofurkey. It's not tofurkey. It's not tofurkey. <laughs> so, um, but they're all really charming and they get they get along really great. So it's Penelope who is the like animal lover. Penelope. Alexandra. Alexandra who's like she can. The clock maker. Yeah. Yeah, and then Lock, there's Nicola. Nicola, yeah. who is this? The son? redhead? Is she the redhead? What is Nicola? She's the one who's the scientist, correct? Yeah. Yes. And um, so she's like, "Ha, huh, this is good. Maybe I should invite the Duke at some point. She so he ha- can get out into society. So, so he can get out. Yeah, exactly. She's like, this would be good for him. She goes home, and it's night three. Yeah, it's the good night. And they're, oh, and that's, do we play badminton? They play badminton a little earlier, and she teases him. She's like, "What should I call you?" And he's like, "Just call me." I was Ashford. gonna say that's oh, yeah. like Ashberry or Ashberry, whatever his name is. I do have Ashberry or, or Duke or, or something. like Duke. all these really like impersonal titles. Yeah. Then she starts joking like, "My precious." Moonbeam or Dingleberry. something. Yeah, she starts using these really ridiculous pet names, muffin. and it like drives him crazy. But yeah. like, it's really funny. She's getting on his yes. nerves, and she knows it, and she yeah. like enjoys it. 
and they make a they make a, a wager which doesn't really go anywhere but the wager is because she's sort of getting close to him and making a personal relationship and the what was the wager they made if he wins badminton she leaves him be if she wins badminton he was going to go out somewhere with her yeah. into society mm-hmm. so she loses because <laughs> she's never played badminton before yeah which I will also note at the end of the book, the writer does talk about badminton and she's like, it actually wasn't badminton at the time. And she goes into, it was a different kind of sport and it was called something different. But we wouldn't know But it. we wouldn't have like known Sherlock it. Cox. No one would have recognized it. Yeah. So she just called it badminton. Um, but she explains the whole sport at the end. So that's a good read as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, I also love that I think Khan plays badminton with the Duke a lot. To humor him. And it's really funny like, because you kind of think that even though he's sup- a super grumpy man and he's unpleasant towards his staff, he still like has a friendship with Khan. Like you can yes. kind of tell they're like bros. They're like best yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 Khan cares about him very much, though. He's like super frustrated by him, which makes sense because if he cared about him, then he would be frustrated by him being a jerk. Like so, yeah, Ash. he. So they so have we, dinner. They, they call him Ash. Throughout oh, yeah. The book. They ca- which oh, okay. yeah. I thought that was funny. It was a funny yeah. to me for a couple of reasons. So we can get to that later. So they have because he was burnt. Pokemon. Oh my god! Yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I just think because he was. I in was a thinking fire. of Ash Ketchum, and then my parents have a cat named Ash. So oh. I just was like, both of these images to me are very funny. I always thought of. I'm like, that's a really sad nickname for someone who has been very, very injured in a fire. Granted, the nickname Ash. came first, yeah. but the irony yeah. is still not cool. The irony is, yeah, sad. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe. Maybe. And then to that have night. dinner, and that night he's. This is where he's he like trying to get the cat in the he, in the trunk. That's right. She finds him trapping the cat in a trunk and like luring it. And he and he's like, nothing will stop us tonight because he's like single minded. He is very single minded at this point. He's like, we're having sex. So he's like, you've got like five minutes well, he to gets go. Him get ready. Yeah, he gets him in the. He yeah. locks him in the trunk, and then he tells her, "You have five minutes. You have five like, minutes." So. And, and she like scurries out. Yeah, yeah she, she like, like runs up the stairs, yeah. like up the stairs, like oh shit, oh shit. And he shows up, and she's like, "I'm not undressed." And he's like, "It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." <laughs> it's yeah, such a good scene. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. And they have really, I mean, it's reserved, and it's it's one of those things where like it's hard because you know he's still hating himself and feeling traumatized, and she feels like she's never going to be loved by him, or she's never going to have this like kind of connection with someone that she wants. Because it's not, but like, it's still really hot. It's sex. still really hot, and it's not like they're not kissing or anything, so that element yeah. is not there. Not there. It's just yeah. like the need, and it still like, is really good. And he yeah. is just like thrilled. I think he brings oil this time. He no, does. he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't he does. need to. Oh, yeah. He, he, does, he realizes that he doesn't And he's like, oh, gosh, you're enjoying this, aren't you? And she's like, yes, I am. She's yeah. very open and vocal about how much she's having fun. Yeah. And he likes it. And she likes it. It's such a great, healthy love scene between two people. I know. It was I good. I like, pulled up. I mean, even with all their trauma aside, it was yeah. a really good love scene. So they have sex. Oh, gosh. He leaves after that. Yeah, I think she wants him to stay, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah she wants to, and he was like, No, I'm not gonna be here when the light comes up. And he's like, and this isn't we're not we're not a thing. Like this is a marriage of convenience, remember? Still trying to keep that distance because he's been hurt in the past. Yeah. He meets he meets Trevor again. Well, oh I yeah, think, yeah. Because I think even leading he up goes to meeting Trevor, he did a couple other nights where he terrified people. I think the scene like where Trevor it. comes up is the first is after he has sex because he's skipping outside super happy he finally had sex and then I think it was he's walking and then all of a sudden this voice is like hey you're the 
monster of Mayfair, and then it snaps him out of his happy streak because some kid starts talking to him. Yeah. And it's so funny. He's perplexed. He's like, you're you again. How did you find me? And he's like, um, a guy in a fancy hat. I figured out it was the Duke of Ashbury by reading all of the gossip news. He's like, you showed up. You came back to society right as this guy shows up. You you got injured in battle. This guy has horrible scars. He's like, I'm not an idiot. I'm a smart kid. I figured it out. Yeah. Trevor's great. Yeah. He's so great. And he's just like, what are we going to do now? Where where are we going to go? Who are we going to go beat up? Like, he's just like ready to go out there and do superhero work. And he's like, no, leave me alone. And the kid won't leave him alone. Yeah. Oh wait. So then there's the part where they go to look at her the house, house, like where That's she next. will live when she's pregnant. Yeah. Yes. So they take a carriage out, and someone drops them off, and then the servants like, "We'll come and get you at the end of the day." But they don't. They don't come and get them at because the they're of trying the day. to force them together. The servants have which a is mission. hilarious. So she's and like, she even tells him, yeah. she's like, she's like, I think this is what they're doing, and then he's like, I'm going to get really mad at them because they like stay at the house. They write down like all the changes she wants to make to it. Yeah. And she make it her own i think yeah. it's like need in need of repair and she's like we don't need to do that we don't need to spend that kind of money and he's like listen that's jobs like us having carpenters coming in and working on this house mm-hmm. he's like we have plenty of money that's not the problem but that's jobs for all the people who live in this area mm-hmm. so very Seems i was feeling hello side. dolly in this a lot yeah yeah and then they realize, you know, she's like, I don't think he's coming back to pick us up tonight. I think we're stuck in this house. A house that doesn't really work anymore. It hasn't been functioning for a while. Closed. The flu's closed. They can't get a fire going. All this stuff is happening. And so they. But there's like to... one small couch or something. Yeah. Yes. So, so she's they just sleeping on the small couch and he's sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. Then she's shivering. And he gives so her then... his jacket. And he can't figure out why she's getting that cold. He's like, it's cold, but it's not that cold and he's <gasps> really he worried about her about her feet oh yeah he finds not out yet okay okay no but i think they end up snuggling because she just is like shivering violently oh yeah, yeah. but nothing happens yeah nothing, but nothing happens, happens but he's like oh fine i'll get on the couch with you but just to keep you warm that's yeah. literally yeah. that's what, what it happens is. yeah so then he like they snuggle and end up falling asleep yep on the couch snuggling. which is the first night they slept and then they wake up in the morning and he's like oh get off of me type of thing like yeah, yeah. he's like oh i didn't mean to snuggle you all night and yeah. then she's kind of like happy about it. And then they come and pick them up and he's like, are you kidding me? you Servants. Yeah. He's, he's not, ang- he's angry, but he doesn't fire anyone. No. And there is this, and there is this part where she wakes up early and he's still asleep. So she like fixes her hair, makes sure her eyebrows are good, like gets in a good position, pretends to be asleep. And then he wakes up later and she's like, she let her eyes flutter open and she rose to a stretching sitting position, tucked a wisp of hair behind her ear. And she's thinking like wh- his gaze roamed her face and body because she's like, good morning. And then she thinks to herself, why, yes, I do wake up this beautiful every morning. When you leave that me at hilarious. night, you should know this is what you're missing. And then he scratched behind his ear like a flea-bitten dog and yawned loudly before reaching for his boot. I'm dying for a piss. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so like, and she's like, well, fuck. She's like, well, sh- F you too. <laughs> and then they go back home. They go back home. Yeah. Alexandra comes over. Alex, that's right. Okay, so this Alexander comes over because she's taking him up on his advice to hire people, and Alexander's her friend, so she hires her to set all of the clocks 
in the house and she's like oh you can have a servant show them to me and she's like no you're my friend like we're gonna go do this together Mm -hmm. so they start going around the house and she's like oh what about uh this room over here which is the duke's room and she's trying to be confident right she hasn't opened up to these friends quite so much and so she's like of course yes the duke's chambers let's let's go in there and she's like this is the clock over here and i think she's curious she's never been there she's like might as well use this opportunity as an excuse to go in there because i've never been but i'll just do it for the clock it's just for the clock it's just for the clock and, and then she finds a rose with petals yeah. falling off of it <laughs> <laughs> with a little dish on top with a little like and a, and a, a bell jar that has claw marks no none of those things and a magic the mirror <laughs> there is there is a mirror <laughs> there is a mirror flashed. with a razor with a sheet over it and she feels sad about that because you know she obviously yeah, understands it's because he hates hates himself but then Alexandra is like um, he's coming. Someone's I can coming. hear oh, him. Oh, I can hear him. And she's like, <laughs> fuck, we're in his room. And she's like, isn't this your house? He's your husband. She's, she's like, like, no, it's, I mean, I just, just shut up and get behind. Just behind. <laughs> I'm very panicked. So they hide behind a couch. And she's like, don't make any sense. Like, just, just, just shut up. Be cool. And now you're going to whisper something, doesn't she? Yeah, she's like, why are you being so panicked? And then he hears the whispering. No, she drops something. She, yeah, she, she drops something. She drops something. So, immediately well, 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 stands well, up. Well, she drops something because she kind of peeks around the couch and sees he's disrobing. Oh, yeah, oh he's that's right. Sure off. And this is the so, first time so. she sees him. Like the whole scar. So, like so and pieces of him side. are missing as described. So it's really gruesome. It's a really it's bad. It's like, surpri- she says that she's surprised he survived it. Yeah. So he's definitely been extremely scarred scarred and he does talk a lot about being in pain like his shoulders in pain you know like, like everything muscles are tight yeah like and he's trying to tight. fight off scar tissue by exercising a lot but he's pretty you know he's gotten pretty blown up on the side but she's also like he's really sexy yeah she's she's he's like still this is hot. really into him and so yeah. she stands up and was like there's no you know like thinking no one else is in this room but me i swear and he's like what the fuck are you doing here and he's like are you happy did you like get to see what you wanted to see you were so curious morbid fascination he just assumes bad intentions. Yeah, and she's like, no, no, no. I, what, what excuse does she give? The cat. For the cat. The, the cat. cat. She's like, oh, no, no, no. It was the cat. The cat was in here. I was here. looking for the cat. And so she was like distracting him. Is like, Alex, she like motions her Alexander to like get up and leave. And she like, she, like crawls out and she makes it. He doesn't yeah, see like, her. But doesn't he, she say, oh, out. I was looking for the cat. And the cat's like sitting. Yeah, the like, cat is sitting away, right next like, to her. Like on the bed or something. Yeah. In that most obvious place. And he's like, and he's no, like, you weren't. You're a liar. Well, because that's the thing. He's like, what are you doing here? Why would you come in here it's my private place she's like i was looking for the cat and alexander like gets out and then he's like are you happy with what you've seen like yeah so alexander doesn't overhear that conversation no. that's yeah. just between them yeah so then she leaves and he's upset mm-hmm. and that night when she tells you yeah. that she's attracted to him and she has infatuated oh, she's infatuated yes. with him she's like i just want to be up front i'm not going to play games i think you're attractive and i am infatuated with lying. you yeah, he thinks she's just yeah. saying that. Yeah. So that she doesn't get in trouble for being Because he's in like, how room. could someone actually like me like that? Yes. Yeah, he's like, I don't think you're infatuated. You don't know what it's like to like someone like that. And she's like, yeah, I'm certain it's infatuation. I've felt it before. And then he's like, Wait, what? toward whom? Who were you infatuated with? And she's like, why should it matter? Yeah. It's in the past. And we're just a marriage of convenience. So why is it any of your business? Yeah. But his interest is peaked. Um, 
Yeah. And then she says, which I really loved, he sat back in his chair. There's your answer then. We can settle this right here and now. I'll tell you, I don't feel the same because I don't. He doesn't feel the same way that she does. Liar. And she says, I wouldn't believe you. She paused. I think you're infatuated with me too. Yeah. It's like Ooh. she just boldly says it. This is halfway through the book. Or it's like forty seven percent. She's already like, No, I'm calling your bluff. She can tell. And then she starts calling him, if you say so, my treasure. And he's like, I dare say I do, you little baggage. So he starts calling her cute little insults, yeah. which yeah. are they sound silly. They're really cute. Really cute. Yeah. He's just trying to keep her at a distance. But he likes her so much. He likes her a lot. They go to bed that night. Mm-hmm. And that's the night where her or feet he, are he cold. And he decides he is having a good time. He's like, we're going to be here all night. Yeah. Night? But he's here all night, but your feet are cold. They have a great time. They have sex. And he's like, is we're going to Is that the night that he goes night. down on her? Let me read. I thought it was like the second or third. This is where she's holding onto the post, the bed post, the bed. That was only the second sex scene. This is the third. Okay, the okay third. This is where she like holds onto the post. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, that's that soon? I thought no, that no, was no, no. That was one. later. Yeah, this is just it's just penetrative sex. Never mind then. Yeah, that happens at some point. There's there's but a lot. Of this is when he realizes that she's missing a toe. Yes. Because he goes to warm her feet. I'm not going to sleep next to you if you have cold feet. So he goes to warm her feet. You know, she gets embarrassed. And she's like, just like, just so you know, I, I'm i missing a toe. And he was like, first of all, my scars are way more hideous than your missing toe. Who who the fuck cares if you're missing a toe? But how did you lose your toe? How did you lose your toe? And that's where she explains to him that she was thrown out of her house. Not She doesn't explain why, but she's thrown out of she her house. She does. Oh, she later on. Later on. She, at, later on, she does. Yeah, but she was six. No, 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 right, no, right now she does. Is it when, so she, she, when she yeah. was sixteen. Yeah, That's so she's like, right. She's, she does explain. Yeah, it. she's like, I had to walk to London from my house in the winter because my father threw me out. Mm-hmm. And he's the vicar, and he threw me out. They kind of move away from that, and and she's like, you know, you made me feel so wonderful tonight. It was really great. And he's like, I'm tempted to take that as a compliment, but considering your limited experience, I'm not certain I can. And she says, my experience might not be as limited as you're assuming. Yeah, so I'm assuming, dude. Emma gathered her courage. I'm not a virgin. Or I mean, I wasn't when we wed. And then she tells him her story of like falling for a young guy. Them the ha- local squire's son. And they got caught and yeah, well, he they refused they had sex. to yeah. marry her. Yeah. And her dad didn't stand up for her or ask him to marry her. He was he just saw her as like shaming the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was she was an embarrassment, so he threw her out. And yeah. she's looking at she's looking at how mad the Duke is and she's like, The Duke's mad because he married me but didn't know I wasn't a virgin. But that's not why he's mad. Then he says, He's like, You should have told me this and she's like well you didn't ask yeah you didn't ask you never asked she's like i mean i guess i could have said it but i wasn't pregnant so it doesn't matter but he didn't seem to want to know about me anyway like this was a marriage of convenience you weren't like let's get to know each other like that's what she wanted but yeah and then he's mad but not because not because his wife wasn't a virgin. He was mad because someone hurt her so much. Someone treated her that way because he thinks she's just so amazing. And he's like, how could Cause, I mean, her she own father? She is amazing. Yeah. And she's he's like, like how could your own father do that to you? Yeah. yeah. Type of thing. And yeah. he has explained that he had a wonderful father who was incredibly loving. And he looks up to him and never thinks he can compare to him. So for him, he's like, how could a father treat a child that way? Right. Yeah. And so... He gets pissed. They were planning to spend the night together, but he sneaks out. He's like, actually. And then he puts on his cape, his cloak, and his hat, 
and gets his stick and he goes to Hemmenshire. Far, wherever she's from. It's wherever it's her father was a vicar. There. It's some little hamlet. Some little hamlet. And he goes there in the middle of the night, figures out where her father is, yeah. sneaks into his window, wakes him up, and pretty much pretends to be the devil he's with so his scarred. scars. And so he's like, you're going to go to hell for what you did to your daughter. Scares the fucking shit got, out of her father. Himself. He's like, yeah. He pe- yeah, he pees himself. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh my God, but I, you know, I, I just, you know, was trying to do right by God. And he's like, no, you're a terrible father and you will rot in hell. And he like, he, oh, that's one thing. That's one of his quirks. His father told him when he started swearing as a kid, he's like, don't swear. He's like, or if you must swear, swear in the ways of Shakespeare. So he's read all the Shakespearean plays and he only swears using Shakespearean swears. It's great. It's so funny. It's so great. So he starts slinging all of these Shakespearean insults at her father. He's like terrified, but also kind of like, what? Yeah. He's like, I don't understand what you're saying, but I'm also scared and I don't want to burn in hell. Then he leaves. <laughs> he leaves her father yeah. in that state. Yeah. He does not. He goes back and then he pretends nothing happened. He, he did not nothing do that at all. <laughs> yep. And then that next day, his, the wardrobe comes in. Oh, that's right. That's when the wardrobe shows up. And he's so excited because he's like, dude, she's going to look hot in some of these dresses. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to make her try these on for me. Yeah, they do a fashion yeah. show. Well, kind of. But they're not for her. Yeah, it they're turns not for out her. He said, go buy it. Go get a wardrobe. But he didn't specify for whom. So she... <laughs> She took his measurements the first, the second time they met at her shop. Oh, yeah. She which was is, taking measurements. That was, was a really funny scene. Which actually. was one of my nitpicks because she's yeah. like, hold your arm out straight. And I'm like, that's not how you take arm measurements, you guys. <laughs> yeah, she does take his measurements when he comes and like knocks at the yeah, shop. Yeah, and she remembers. And that's one thing that she does to kind of distract herself from how attractive she thinks he is. She looks at his measurements and kind of takes stock of and his shoulders. And was just memorizing Yeah. Wasn't there a joke in there, too, about how she's going to make him a dress? When she's like, you have to leave. You're not a customer. And he's like, well, just make something for a woman of about my size then. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> like she measures him out. <laughs> she's like, that's weird, but okay. Yeah. So, so that's why she has his measurements. She has his measurements. So he comes in and she's she's purchased. Oh, yeah. She has purchased, purchased him brand new clothing because his clothes are very old at this point and he hasn't been out and she wants to encourage him to go into society and Mm -hmm. be confident and also because she wants to help her friend out and they have to go into society to do that yeah so she makes him try on all the clothes and he looks very handsome and and he's like impressed by the fact that she had all these sizes she was even she even put extra rooms in the shoulder because of his injury yeah so she put like extra room in it was very sweet very thoughtful and she's like he looks great yeah he looks really good so he looked really good and i didn't even see him yeah right in my mind he looked great (laughs) and she so she convinces him you know he's being a little more giving and so she convinces him to come and have tea with her and her friends so oh my gosh so he (laughs) shows up at her friend penelope's house turns out penelope and him used to play together when they were kids their parents were family friends so they actually remember each other he comes in and he starts realizing that they're putting on a show a little bit because they're like oh Oh, what have you heard in the news today? And they all start pulling on the newspapers because word of the mon- of the monster of Mayfair. Mayfair has gotten around town and everyone has fantastical stories that are in the news. So they all start reading these articles and he's like, oh, they're making fun of me. Like, like they're like, I wonder who it could be. I wonder who right. this is. <laughs> and, he, and they're all, so they're all making fun of him and they kind of tease him and he, he kind of likes it. Yeah, because they're making a fuss over him. He begrudgingly yeah. likes it. Yeah. Like, yes. I guess I have 
friends. So he has a good time. They had they that. eat like a meatloaf, but it's made out of vegetables. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> another and he said meat it's dish. Like disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Oh. And, but he eats it to be nice. And that was Nicola, right? Or was that Penelope? No, Penelope's That's the Penelope. vegetarian. Yeah, and she yeah. made it. She was hosting them. Yeah. And he like eats it to be nice, even though it's disgusting. So, so he does little things throughout the book that you're like, you're a good person, but yeah. it's like he acts like he's not. He acts like he's so like surly and gross, but he's a nice, he's yeah. just a nice person. He he's yeah. been really traumatized by multiple things. So we haven't even yeah. really gotten to the whole. So well, that's the next scene when they go to the opera. Well, before they go to the opera, they have a montage like going further. It's been a couple of weeks and they've been not only having sex at night, but they've been having sex all over, over the house. house. So they've been oh, having yeah. sex. And all of Every, the servants, and the servants can freaking hear it. They can like, hear walk it and they them. like walk in, they're like, oh. But they're all really happy because they're like, we want them to fall in love. We want them together. So. She overhears and she knows that because she overhears them in their powwow and they're That's talking right. about, well, how are we supposed to take care of the house or make sure we're doing our jobs if they're just having sex everywhere? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. But they're like, well, it's a good in, thing. Remember, the, it's, good. it's good. She also thing. catches them making a plan. Oh, yeah. To try to have her fall down the stairs. Wasn't that it? No, that he they were taking suggestions. The butler was like, OK, we need a new plan to make them fall madly in love together. And people were throwing <laughs> suggestions out. Mary's like, throw her down the stairs. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> <"Love> it. <laughs> Mary, 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 why are you so violent? Mary, because then she steps it. out and she says, please don't like throw me down the stairs. Like she yeah, walks, she's she like, enters. Okay, and they're kind guys, of like, oh, we weren't talking. Which please is like, I don't you. do any of these things. Yeah. She's, she's like, it's going well. She's like, it's going well. Let things take their natural natural course don't throw us together like that and they're like okay fine mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I guess i guess we won't throw you down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> so then she the gets, a dress. gets surprised oh yeah he orders a dress for her it's a beautiful red dress so red. which is significant so yes go ahead yeah i was gonna say it's significant because i think that's what the night she had sex and was caught by her father in her when she was younger she, when she was at the ball when she was at the ball she wore this red dress and she thought it was like so beautiful and she was so excited to wear it most beautiful dress she'd ever seen in her life and then it was ruined and then her. it was ruined forever for her because mm-hmm. now that red dress only made her think of and his father or her father called her a harlot for wearing yeah the for dress. wearing the dress yeah so yeah it and like, it was like a dress she had loved and it was her favorite thing did and she I like just, make it or something no. she may have or she, she like, tailored it or something along she did lines. something she did something seamstressy too yeah she yes. had, she altered and it. then that was the night her she got caught having sex with the squire's son and then she got thrown out but she had told, I think she told the dress detail to the Duke, too. Yes. So that's why he had this scarlet dress made for her for their first night out in public. And, and it was a surprise because she showed up and he's like, all right, we're getting ready. And she's like, for what? You don't go out anywhere. And he's like, nope, we're going to the opera. And so there's a dress. He's like, go put mm-hmm. your dress on. So he's I trying to do outfit. what she wants. Yeah. He knows she wants to go out with and him. And he wants to bring the magic of that red dress before their night was ruined. He wants to bring the magic of the beautiful red dress back to her. Exactly. Yeah. So they get in a carriage and they head to the opera and he takes her to the seat where he always sits his, his family boxes. always sits his box yep. seat and they're watching the opera and she doesn't understand any of it but she's still excited to be there yeah. she's never been to an opera it was it, yes it's, it was it's a that really violent play i think it's titus i think it's that one yeah the really violent one that makes people like faint when they see it i think it's that one okay. i'm pretty she positive was, she look. was into yeah. it she liked it. She just was like, I don't quite get I it. I don't know. He loves Shakespeare. He loves Shakespeare. I think that's why. Yeah. Yes, he loves Shakespeare. But he leaves. 
leave. He leaves to go get the carriage beca- before it ends because he's like, I don't, I don't want to be here when people come out. I really don't. And so he leaves and in walks another woman who is his ex-fiance. Yeah. Annabelle Worthing. Annabelle fucking Worthing. Worthing. Yeah, her name yeah. isn't Meg. No Megs in this. Um, so she basically is there to make Emma feel like trash. She's like, it's not about you. He didn't pick you because he liked you or you were attractive or for any, any good reason. He picked you because you were my seamstress and because he wanted to humiliate me. And see, I sit in that box right there always with my family. I'm there every week. He knew I was going to be here. And then I bet he sat you right up front for everyone to see, which he had been like, no, you look beautiful. You should sit right up front. Yeah, because you have, you hear his monologue where he's like, I want to show her off to the world. I'm going to have her sit at the front of the box because she's so amazing. Yeah. He's like, I might be hideous, but she's not. So she should be out there. And Annabelle Annabelle Worthing is definitely like using this. Trying to twist it. She convinces Emma. You're nothing compared to me. Yeah. Emma is distraught and she's really sad. He comes into the room and he's just immediately angry at Annabelle he's like why is she upset in the meantime Emma runs out when they're not when they're both yeah. fighting and, and he, but he talks with Annabelle he's yeah. like the engagement didn't break up because I didn't want to be with you it's because you didn't want to be with me and you thought I was disgusting and horribly scarred and this woman loves me yeah and you're nothing yeah he's pretty much like she's everything and you're nothing yeah, yeah it was so great the reason though that Emma was convinced by Annabelle was because I mean he hasn't told Emma that he loves her he's done little gestures and stuff but I still think she's not 100% convinced she knows she loves him yeah. because he's so hard hard to well she knows he's attracted to her but he hasn't but she still is like questioning it like she'll have like moments where she's like oh yeah he definitely mm-hmm. likes me it's going really well but she still doesn't 100 know mm-hmm. he loves me for who i am and no other reason but that changes when he goes yeah. outside and he finds her waiting for the carriage no the she rain. runs through the rain yeah but she ends up running out there. into the rain and then he goes to find her and and sees her duck behind a like alley. in an alley so yeah. he runs out after her and they're soaking soaking wet and then they kiss exactly their first they kiss they've never kissed in the wedding they probably died at that point of pneumonia right. <laughs> that's probably what happened they share their first beautiful kiss it's really beautiful Which I actually had to go back and read it because I don't think it struck me I was like oh wait I was reading this and I was like they kissed because it was this build up where they there's a lot of tension mm-hmm. and she's like you don't really love me she basically reiterates what Annabelle said and he's like that's not true like, that's not true she was the one who broke off the engagement she was the one who broke my heart but I don't feel anything for her like I do for you. And then basically. they kiss and it's their first. I mean, outside of the wedding, yeah. which was in the rain. In the yeah, rain. in the rain. And they kiss. It's and it's like passionate. I had to go back and read it because I was like, wait, that's their it's first so like lovely. kiss. <laughs> well, and I think it's not this whole miscommunication that you find a lot in romance novels. He's like, no, I'm going to let you know I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. You're great. You're a great person. And that was so lovely. So they kiss. And then he's like, oh, crap, you're like soaking wet. And, and then she faints. Yeah, she yeah, faints. So she faints. Yeah. And he freaks out and then, she gets <laughs> and then Kelsey dies. says she gets pneumonia <laughs> and then he he scoops her up even though his shoulder is in a lot of pain mm-hmm. he doesn't even think about it and he runs to an, a really like you know just a just regular common person in yeah and everyone is shocked because not only there's this man with horrible scars the monster of Mayfair walks oh, yeah. in they, 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 with this unconscious woman in a red dress yeah. so they're like shit like who is this and he's like hand throws we need the a money room. he gets a room he doesn't let them come in he just takes the tea out of their hand and he's just tr- nursing her back to health he takes off her dress so that she can like warm up and it's it's very sweet and they have a very long conversation about their, 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 their feelings, feelings like he tells her about what happened with Annabelle that when he was still recovering in you know like in a bed 
She came to visit him because they were engaged. She like threw up. She threw up. She was so repulsed. She ran into the other room. She was trying to hide it. And her like she, he ended up hearing conversation between her and her brother in the hall where she was like, I can't. I How am I supposed to sleep with that? And um, mm. so she and his, her, you know, like she was going to stay with him anyways. So she didn't actually break off the engagement with him. He broke off the engagement with her and he said, because I didn't want her to be like, I know she couldn't break off the engagement and I didn't want her to be stuck with me when she was so repulsed by me. Mm -hmm. So you start to like kind of feel a little bit for Annabelle too. Cause you're like, she was just like a young girl who was just like, it's not like they were in love. They were engaged because they were supposed to be. And then, you know, like not, she was still horrible, but you start to feel like he was trying to help her too because he didn't yeah. want to subject her to that life. And yeah. So you see a little compassion. He on. had respect for her as a human. Exactly. Like He's like, yeah. Because she's a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that scene is so beautiful. But then on the other side of the door, the people of the town are like, <laughs> the monster of fucking Mayfair is attacking a woman. Yeah. They think like, because apparently doesn't Trevor come to the door? Trevor comes to the door and he's like, he just want to let you know that like, the entire he comes in through town. the window. Oh yeah, he comes in through the window because he's like, just a heads up. Everyone is like, everyone thinks she everyone abducted. Everyone has pitchforks outside. Everyone thinks she abducted a random woman and are like, and are like raping her in this room. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's what it looks like, like to them. Killing her and eating her. Yeah, so they think like so. he abducted her and is doing horrible things. So they sw- so and they're gonna arrest him. Oh, that's right. Okay, and so Trevor at this point, like he shows when he shows up, he's in a fencing outfit. Yeah. <laughs> And and he's like, what is that? And he's like, I'm your sidekick, like, or I'm your assistant. He's like, this is my whole thing. And he's like, he's coming up with this. He's like a list of names for his. <laughs> he has a list of names for his persona, and yeah, he's in his they're really outfit. good. And he's like, because I'm your assistant, we're gonna make, we're gonna save the world. And he's like, I got an idea. Let's switch outfits. So Trevor puts on. Trevor's he's so like, you're smart. not my assistant, but I need your help. Yeah. Yes. And so then, like, they sneak out the back, and Trevor goes out the front and draws attention from everyone. he's wearing, like, his hat and his yeah, cloak. Yeah, he's wearing the, the, yeah. He's like, I'm the monster of Mayfair. And he, like, runs out of the inn, and people, don't people chase him or Probably, something? Probably. But then they figure he's, he's a, a fast kid. little kid. And then yeah. he didn't have scars, so they're like, oh, this kid's a false. Yeah. 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 Not the ma- monster. And then he and Emma sneak away. Mm-hmm. Yes. They sneak away. She's upset with him about carrying on with this because she doesn't want him to get arrested. And he's like, no, it's fine. I'm not going to do anything about <laughs> he's it. He's like, I'm, I'm a, a member of the peer. Like, I'm yeah. peerage. Like, I, you're not going to do that. I'm like, he's like, I'd have to, like, it'd have to be, like, murder. And she's like, well, isn't that what you're being accused of? Yeah. And then her father comes to visit her. her yeah, because fa- there's a knock at the door. Is that what she goes back to the shop for some reason? Because he comes to the... No, because sh- she... No. the What her right? friend's co- outfits to hide her pregnancy just finally came in. So yeah. she goes back to the shop so that she can help fit her to it when yep. no one's around. Oh, yeah, so people... She can... No one will see that she's pregnant. Yep. It, and then that's the knock at the door and she's like, oh, it's probably the Duke. And then yeah. it's actually her father, it's her father at the door. And her yeah. father is extremely apologetic. And being like, I'm I'm so sorry. And she's like, you knew I was here the whole time. And it's not that it's now that I'm like married to a duke, which he didn't, in all honesty, know she was married to a duke. Because that doesn't make up for anything. But she's like, you're just, it's convenient. Like, you knew where I was this whole time and you didn't come looking for me. And like, who are you to like ask for my forgiveness? And she's like, well, I don't want to give it to you. Yeah, because she's like, you threw me yeah. out when I was a child. And, and like, instead of standing up for me, you like were worried about your reputation and you threw me out of the house yeah. and I could have died. 
And he's like, but you have to forgive me. What about my, he's like, you have to forgive me. What about my soul? And then it, he tells her about how it, how the devil, a demon came and told him he's going to burn in hell. And he's trying a bunch of other weird stuff. He's like, and he talked really funny. Real weird words and phrases. She's like, like what? Like what was one of them? And he like described one of them. And she's like, oh, that's a Shakespearean insult. She's like, I know what happened. Yeah. And she doesn't tell her dad that she's like, dad, I don't forgive you. You stink. You need to leave. Get out of here. Get out. So that felt really good when she shuts the door on his face. Oh, that felt good. Yeah. And so um, she goes home and she's, she's like, like, you did that you for me? You went to my dad's house. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, of course. We go, yeah, I did. That was a while yeah. ago. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. He's like, I think it was really shitty that he did that to you. And she's like, thank you. And then he goes down on her. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's <where it> <laughs> like in the library too right yeah and well she goes down on him and then he goes down on her yeah and then they have sex and then and then he's it's like great. it's a great it's he's a great like wait has a second the one this doesn't procreate they, they, they have a conversation about how that's already happened that was the third that? time when she's holding the bedpost i know <laughs> i did but i forgot about it's it the part where it i don't think it's happened yet it's oh there's a part it's, i don't think i think it still hasn't happened because it's there it's after they kind of have broken through with each other and then they know they're like super passionate about each other and there's a part like do you want to see me like be a beast because i can be is that where she tells him i named the cat breaches because i was looking at yeah she just straight up tells him that (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I don't remember the lead up i showed that scene i was like yeah Oh yeah, she tells him that she didn't actually have a cat. She's like, I didn't have. I just pulled that cat. cat I just pulled that cat off the street, and I was looking at your pants, at the front of your pants, and then the name just popped into my head. Wait, so anyway, the scene I'm thinking of, I don't think has come up yet. I just want to make sure we don't skip it because that one stands out in my mind. No, I think that one already happened. Then how did we miss it? Did you mark it in your book? No, I don't think so. Mark it in the book. Well. For for our listeners, it is a very hot. Okay, I want to. We'll find it to make sure we put it okay. in. I honestly okay. thought that the part where he's actually let me just check. So anyway, back to the part where she talks about his dad, her dad, and she's like, "No one has ever stood up for me that yeah. way. I am so used to being disappointed by people." And so she still has. She's like starting to get her faith in humanity back as well. Um, and that is where. Uh, in the middle of the night, la- later that night, in the middle of the night, her friend, the young girl who's pregnant, young woman who's pregnant, um, shows up and she's in tears and she's like, I don't, my, my, um, my handmaiden, what, what did she, her, her maid, her servant figured out she was pregnant and she was like, if you don't tell your father, I'm going to tell your father that you're pregnant. And so now she's like, the ruse is almost up if I don't leave now, like if I don't leave really soon then everything is ruined and she's like but there's going to be a ball and my dad's going to be there if you go with the duke and like invite me in front of him then maybe i can go with you to this cottage and so she's like i'll i'll do what i can like i will try to convince the duke to go to a ball which i don't know if i can do that yeah so she leaves and he comes downstairs and he's like who the fuck was that why are you talking to someone in the middle of the night what's going on and so she explains to him that her friend is pregnant and like what she would like to do to help her. And, and he's like, it's not your place to do that. Yeah. He's like, like she should tell her father. Yeah. And like, she's like, no, which I mean, I kind of understand on her point. Oh, like, I totally understand. And he's just like, well, if I were a father, I wouldn't want my daughter to not 
tell me. But at the same time, like societally, she would have been ruined for the rest of her life. Oh, absolutely. So he gets mad because he also is like, wait a second, is the only reason did you just play with my heart so that you could help her? Is all of this been a ruse? So he's really hurt and she's like no it's not all been a ruse like I care about you but yeah I was also helping my friend and so he is not going to go to the ball with her so it's determined that if she wants to go she has to go alone so she gets ready to leave for the ball she heads out and in the meantime he's all pissed off and talking to his butler con and then he takes a walk and oh wait no well before no 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 he he go no he's talking to Khan and Khan's like don't be an idiot that's right that's right Khan is like do you do you care about her do you love her don't let her go there alone because it turned out that the ball was at Annabelle Worthing's yes it was awful and he's like there's no way I'm gonna humiliate myself that way I'm not going to that ball and she's like fine I'll go by myself so yeah so he is like don't be an idiot don't let he she you're letting this wonderful woman go into this ball where she's a seamstress now duchess and she's gonna be torn apart by these socialites and also I think it's important to note too that she kind of is um seeing she's worried that what's going to happen to Davina is what happened to her yes yeah she's very so she's like trying to help someone from being shamed by their father and being in the same circumstances she's in so she's Mm -hmm. putting on a brave face for that too Mm -hmm. yes he realizes she's doing that exactly and on the way to the ball he yeah he's telling her you're doing this for her for you you're not actually doing this for your friend yeah um so on the way he goes he decides you're right I can't let her go alone he gets dressed up he runs out Outside, and that's when he gets arrested. <laughs> he gets arrested as the monster of Mayfair. That's he right. He gets arrested. He goes to prison. And they're oh like, my gosh, this really is loud. so good, though. It's so it's good. It's so good because you're like, no, because she said it before. She's like, you need to stop this because you're going to get arrested. And he's like, nah, it'll be fine. And then he gets arrested. He gets arrested at this like, moment that she you. needs him. So he goes to jail and he's feeling hopeless. He's like, I'm not going to get there to help her. I'm stuck in jail, all of these things. And then Trevor comes in. Well, Trevor saw that he got arrested. Saw that he got and arrested. He went to his friends. So he hears and he hears a female voice and he's like, Oh my god, yep. wait, did Emma did she leave the ball and like come and get me? Like oh, he yeah, hears he someone Emma's talking to like from. the prison guards and she's like, Oh, it's gotta be Emma, but it wasn't Emma. It's it not Emma. Emma. It was Penelope. It's and Penelope and Alex. And, and, and Alex Nicola. and Nicola. Nicola. Yeah. The three of them were like, We're here to bust Tre- yeah. Trevor and like it's that moment where it was like, Oh, he wasn't he had no, he felt like he had no friends and now he's realizing realizing, Oh, I have Khan. Oh, I have this group of women. I oh, I have Trevor. <laughs> like, I actually have a lot of friends, friends, and they're all very good people that care about me. Um, they're coming to bail me out of jail. Coming to bail me Amazing. out. Amazing. So they I love pay that off part. the like, guards. I was not expecting that. They pay the that. guards off. They pay the guards off. Yeah, yep. it was so good. And he runs off to the ball. So in the meantime, Aunt, uh, Emma shows up to the ball, and as she walks in, she ends up, or, you know, like, they announce her as the Duchess of... Ashbury and she goes in and starts talking immediately to her friend she's like oh it's so good to see you and she's standing next to her father and it's super awkward because she like meets the dad and then within like a minute is like I want to invite your daughter to the country and the dad's kind of like well that was fast yeah he's right I I don't know if I feel com- I know you're like a fancy duchess, but I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. And she's like, "Oh no, it's fine. I, d- you know, I, I need, I, I need company while I'm, I'm out there." I'm going to be pregnant. 
because I'm, I'm gonna be pregnant yeah yeah she's like telling him all this information that's maybe too much information probably was and why he was like uh, i don't know you yes yeah and then all of a sudden they're like gasps <laughs> There, yeah, there's all these gasps, and you turn around, and the Duke is. He come had in. to give away his clothes. He had to give away his clothes too, so he only had a waistcoat on, which was like semi indecent. Yeah, and very much. I only know that because of Megan. Yeah, he <laughs> should not have be going to a ball in only a waistcoat. And he's a little roughed up because he got roughed up by yeah. the police. And he smells like gin because all the police are drinking gin, and they beat him up a bit. Yeah, so he smells funny. His and the people who are announcing people that come in, everyone is shocked because no one has seen him so no one knows he has these gruesome scars except for you know annabelle who didn't tell anyone and he's like the duke of ashbury i'll say it for you you know even though she can tell he's terrified he's acting with all of this confidence super hot right Sing to help her ah! yes so and then he, he like walks on up so he puts her. his own hesitations aside and overcomes his fear Fear. his terror like being of anyone looking at him like that and then she goes up to him and she's like like, she takes his arm right yeah yeah Yeah. it's great oh it's so lovely they're just like fuck the world we're here we are the best couple here i'm a duchess deal with it then her friend oh then her friend starts breaking down into tears yeah i can't do this i have to tell you the truth dad and so they go off and he can tell something horrible. Ha- so they cause a distraction by going to dance because he's so gruesome that they can, they no, can draw the attention from them. the crying yeah. girl and her father and her and her father go to have a conversation and Emma and him are dancing. And she's like, you know what? I honestly didn't believe a father was capable of actually just caring for his daughter. And you were right. And I shouldn't have interfered. They're going to be OK. You can tell that he loves her. And yeah. Megan Hill take care of her and she's not going to be in the same situation as I am. I just my past trauma was clouding my yes. judgment type of mm-hmm. thing. And and the big argument they had been having, which I don't think I mentioned of late, was that they recognized that they cared about each other and they wanted to be around each other all the time, but he was still not going to go with her to the country house because he was terrified. He wanted an heir, but he didn't want them to grow up with him because he looked up to his father so much and he knew he could never be the father. He doesn't want them to be humiliated by his face. He doesn't want them to be scared. scared. He doesn't want to see them scared by him. So he's just like, I, don't, I, I can't be a part of their life even though now we're in love right so she's like what are you talking about it's gonna be your child of course you have to raise they're gonna your love child. you yeah and he's like i don't know like i'm just so scary how could a child love me and look up to me and then he gets convinced that that's what he wants out of life with her and then he they have even sex be through all the like fatherly love stuff yeah. just like yeah. that's fatherly kind of love yeah and they figure thread. out and she wait, wait, kind wait. of what wait was it the throw up part oh yeah that's right yeah because this is after the ball after the they ball. go back home, they have romantic, intimate sex. <gasps> yeah, so lovely and oh wonderful. Gosh. And he's it's finally really good. like, maybe this will work. This is gonna work. Because and I think they he have t- sex. she made him take off all of his clothes, and she kissed all she kissed all of his scars. And so it was this moment where he was becoming more confident. He was like, okay, maybe yeah. we can, we can do, do this. this. We can. And do then this, she yeah. gets up and just vomits. She runs out of the room. His and worst up. nightmare. Runs out of the room. His worst nightmare. Voms everywhere, and he's like, I knew it. You were repulsed by me the whole like, time. I knew it. That's the same thing Annabelle did when she saw all of my scars, and she's like, You idiot! I'm I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> like, that was the, the whole point. Fainting the whole point. and feeling. I'm in love sick with you. Ill, like. 
like, yeah. I love you, but I'm pregnant and I'm feeling really ill right and now. And then he's like, we have to, ha- I love you so much. And now I'm confident in being a father. And now we should have 11 babies. And he was like, kind of joking. But, but maybe not. But also <laughs> but you're like, wasn't. but I don't think you were. And no, <laughs> no, she's not going to have 11 yeah, babies. Like, Get oh, the fuck out of I town. Don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So. And then it ends. And then it ends. Well, there, and there's a sex scene at the end too, where they're like in the woods, right? <gasps> oh yeah. When they, they, the they end up going to the Oh yeah, but that's the epilogue. Yes, yeah, that's so right. they're the at the cottage. The baby's born. Yeah. And yes. they go out for a walk together and they leave the baby with like Khan, Mary who or Khan. finally got retired. He gave Con his pension. That's right. And he lives in a cottage at the end of the thing. So now like every once in a while he'll babysit for fun. Yeah. yeah. And then they go on a walk and they end up having sex like in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. In broad daylight, which broad is daylight. like a moment for him because yeah, he, initially he wanted it was like a pitch black like yeah. stumbling over no light. furniture <laughs> all the candles and then he's like oh shit now i can't find the bed <laughs> yeah see so that's how it ends um, and then that's they end. oh and her friend's father ends up taking care of her yeah like, like, her, her yeah she doesn't she's her. not disowned by her father he's like we'll figure it out don't worry about it yeah so it everyone was, ends with a happy ending it's oh, great yeah. it was amazing okay. and it alludes to other books with her friends yeah i can't it's, wait to read alex or alex's Wait, we should pick one of those. We should. We should. I really like this book. We should. We should. I want to know what those are. Okay, so next we're going to talk about some things. So let's talk about the depictions of femininity. What do we think about that? I think it was really good in showing women as people. Yes. Yes. Especially for the time period. For the time period. Yeah, because I think that it could be really easy to fall into being like, she was a virgin and she was a lady and... And yeah, and I think that the descriptions as well, like especially the depictions of Penelope and Nicola and Alex. Alex had dark hair and dark eyes. Penelope had blonde hair. Uh, Nicola had red hair. But Nicola was a scientist. Penelope was an animal activist. Alex was a clockworker, so it wasn't based on their mm-hmm. looks; it was based on their personality and their interests. Yeah, and yeah. it was—it really was just to describe them to get a picture of, like, so you could picture them in your head. Yeah, but that was about it. And the only time I think they really focused on Emma being attractive was from the Duke's perspective, which, like, yeah, because it wasn't like the author went out of her way to be like she was beautiful and she had was really curvy and had beautiful hair and full lips. It just was like whatever his observations were because yeah. he was attracted to her. Exactly, which and was it, like really well done. Yeah, and it wasn't like all the time, like that's all he saw. Most of the time, it was the nice stuff that she was doing for him that he noticed. Mm -hmm. And it was only when it's like, ooh, we're going to get to the nighttime. I'm going to go to her bedroom that he was like thinking about her that way. Most of the time, he just saw her as this person who he wanted. Got on his nerves sometimes. Got on his nerves. But he really liked her and he was Mm -hmm. scared of liking her too much because he knew he could fall in love with her. It was so great. Pretty early on, he knew, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. The fact that she just barged into his house and was like, you owe me money. (laughs) I know I'm just a seamstress, but you owe me money. You owe me money. And then let's talk about depictions of masculinity. What did we think about Ash as a man? Other men portrayed in the book? There weren't a lot of men in the book. Book. I mean, her father, There's her father, and then Trevor, awful. who's like Trevor, a child. He's great, he's like he's great. He's like fifteen. He's like oh, I thought thirteen. Like he's a teenager. Because he was like tall enough so he could kind of pretend to be the monster of Mayfair at first. Maybe it was like in the thirteen, but fourteen, fifteen range. Yeah, early teen. And there really aren't other. And then I guess like Davina's dad, but he's in it two seconds, and he's nice. 
But I thought Ash was great. He was also great. Are there any fantasies in this book? I mean, there's the marriage of convenience, right? And then a sad backstory. For both of them. For both of them. They both had sad backstories. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I wouldn't necessarily call it like enemies to lovers, but it ties into the marriage of convenience where it's, we're just like, we're not going to fall in love. This is just a mean to an end. Exactly. And they end up falling in love. Like despite themselves. The tropes and cliches, they had wingmen in their servants who were just like. I liked that. That was funny. I mean, all the side side characters were great. Yeah, Khan was a male character too. Yeah, he's great. Like the side characters were all great, whether it's the servants or her friends or Trevor. I wouldn't even really call it, I guess Annabelle is a villain of sorts, but she was. They make amends at the end. They too. do make amends. Yeah. 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 She ends up apologizing, doesn't she? Yeah. She does end up That's apologizing right. and being like, you know what? I was a freaking asshole. Sorry about that. Yeah. Everyone's doing things for a good reason. Yeah. Good reason. I'm sure Annabelle, she was just a kid. So while on one hand, it's like really sh- a shitty thing for her to have done. But it's not like they were It's not it, like a couple that was in a relationship and in love. They were yeah. betrothed. It was a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of fake romance-ish, like Marriage of Convenience, too. I mean, impregnating is definitely one of those things, because that was their entire deal. Yeah. Was getting but it, it wasn't fetishized. Yes. The pregnancy aspect wasn't fetishized. It was a part of the arrangement that they had, but it wasn't the sole reason for them having sex. They Like, in the beginning, it was. In the beginning, it was. But near the end, they just had sex because they liked having sex with each other. There wasn't insta love or anything. I mean, they both thought each other was attractive, but there was not love. Definitely. Yeah, there were no unanticipated physical acts. Kind of a love redeems all sort of thing. They yeah. were both yeah, it was happy ending all damaged around. people, and it you know yeah, it's a redemption redemption for both of them. Do we think that the main characters are three dimensional or yes. Mary Sue's? Yes. Okay. I mean, I did think there was a tiny tiny bit of mary sue to emma just because she was so perfect to me. i like, mean yeah i can't did. think of something that i was i mean i know she had her insecurities and she was projecting on davina but it was all with good intentions that's true i can't think of a quirk that she was ever arrogant or rude or selfish or anything that you i don't know if you guys have any that i I mean she was kind of selfish and being like well we have to get the house ready and she has to come with me that's how it has to be without thinking about other people that just like is a small small quirk yeah i honestly thought they were great characters and i would not say she i mary sue's way too strong of a word for emma but i did think she was pretty perfect yeah. But I didn't mind it because she was so well written and I loved the book that it didn't bother me. Yeah, too much. it didn't. It didn't. She made some misjudgments too. So yeah. to be fair, she wasn't completely perfect the whole time. Yeah, she was missing a toe, okay. <laughs> 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 she had had sex before also and got thrown out of her house. Got thrown out of her house. Not well, I mean, I guess she misjudged like Davina's father. I guess she misjudged the duke and how much she loved her when because annabelle convinced her she had some but yeah overall they were great very three-dimensional i thought even just how we mentioned going through the synopsis of the first sex scene is completely in pitch black and then the book ends with them in the middle of the day having sex Mm -hmm. i i really appreciated that even though emma was a woman of the time she was still she knew about sex that was great that was really really great when her friend was like well i took all the precautions and she's like oh you used hilarious that part was so funny she's like you used a sponge no he 
pulled out? No. What are you talking about? I jumped up and down and I took a, what was it, like a cup full of vinegar or something? Yeah, Yeah, that was so funny. But I (laughs) really appreciated that, that Emma knew about contraception. Yeah. Me too. In a matter of fact way, it wasn't this big deal. She's just like, yeah, no, people should know about these things. Yeah. And she's like, wow, Davina, sorry. Davina had obviously ending up pregnant. She just believes some rumors that were old wives tales or something. Exactly. Well, and I think they definitely built a world in which they weren't, they weren't lying about how women were treated or how they were thought about Mm -hmm. in this book but it was somehow still they found a way to make it very feminist based he was a feminist she was a feminist especially for their time but even for modern times and they were working within the parameters of the way that women were treated the gendered spheres because yeah women wouldn't know about contraception and women were still property I think that Tessa Darren really navigated it well giving a three-dimensional real person within those confines of having a gendered space yeah which is sad that it was that way but when you're writing a historical book you've got to think about the way in which that person is confined within their gender okay so would you guys be friends with any of these characters oh yeah yes the duke everyone emma Emma and her group of friends i want to hang out with that group of ladies yeah i mean annabelle might be a little she's a little shallow i mean like penelope and penelope alex and Con, yeah. yeah, Con seems. Really I wouldn't nice. make him pay, play badminton all the time though, because yeah. I'm a better friend than the Duke. Yeah, <laughs> I know, because I think they they did imply he got kind of beaten up a few times when he would be doing sports with the Duke, because the Duke needed to stay active for his injuries. Yeah, and so Con obliged him, but he I don't think really liked it. And even the Duke, I feel like the Duke would be someone who would you would call your grandpa friend, where you'd be like, oh, he's just a crotchety guy, but he's fine. He's yeah. actually really nice once you get to know him. It's and he's so funny. Yeah, he's very witty. He is. Yeah. So Smut scenes. So how many? Oh my god! Were there? So many sex scenes. So many. Sex we didn't even cover all of them in the. <laughs> we didn't even cover them in the synopsis. Which I, I guess the third one is the one that I was talking about. I didn't realize that one was so early in the. It's pretty book. early when he makes her hold on to the bedpost, Gosh, like that bend over. Really sexy. That one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, that one's about. Really nice. That one's really good. It's really good. <laughs> like, it's really nice. It was lovely. Really good. Yeah. The other one I like that I have marked, I'm trying to look if I want to read part of this, but the other one was the one where it's kind of opposite day where it's don't do this, but that actually means like do it. Yeah, I like that. Where it's like don't. Oh, he says, don't take off my clothes. Don't look at me. Yeah. Don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. And then it's but like, she's, it turns into a game. Yeah, it's a game where both of them are consenting and know that it's a game. See, and that's the thing. There are healthy ways. I think Tessa Dare, Tessa Dare is such a great author. She makes those things where in a lot of books, it could go really wrong really fast. Like, don't touch me. Yeah. And then it feels like someone's forcing someone. But the way in which she talks about the interactions of the characters and body language and internal monologue, it's fun. It's a fun thing and it's consensual and both partners are getting something out of it. She just does everything so well in this book. I this honestly has been our favorite. Yeah, it's book amazing. That we've read. I finished I loved reading it. It yeah. made me want to read more of her books. It was just humor and love and they were just so good in their communication. Their communication was it was, so it was really good. And the yeah. Bechdel test? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But we haven't gotten... Okay, wait. So we got... Oh. We got but the okay. sex scenes were great. So on the scale, yeah. did we do the scale yet? Wait, but do, were there any strange anatomical depictions? I don't think so. Off the top of my nope. head. No, all no, of no. them made... She did a really... They all were very... It didn't take me out of the moment. I wasn't like, oh, what? That's yeah. You know. 
I think my okay. So our favorite intimate scene. What was yours? Was yours the third one where he makes her hold on to the post and they're doing the "Don't touch me, but do touch me." No, that's, that's two different scenes. Oh, okay. I'm Those sorry. Are there were so many that I no, was they're just, they're really really good. My favorite one, my favorite favorite one, is definitely when they first have sex. It was really good. I mean, they are. I don't even know if I could pick favorite. The bed post one stands out to me just because it was so hot, very steamy. That's why I remember. And I think I I don't know that we've really had a scene like that. Not yet. yet. Not really in the books we've read. Not and so yet. So to me, I just when we get to like some of the erotica stuff, well, oh, that'll, I'm sure that's we will. Like but it was new it in these books and reading these yeah. books for this podcast. And I was, and as I mentioned earlier when we started this, I'm not a romance novel aficionado. So that scene, I was like, wow, that was real amazing. spicy, really spicy, really hot. So yeah. I think it just stands out in my mind because it was such a different scene in a really good way but yeah. honestly all of them were really really good whether I, it was like a because they had it was a good mixture of scenes too she didn't just have the sexy spicy passionate love scenes it also was there were the romantic tender ones too exactly and i think the part that i like the most about the first scene was that they're both fighting this love and attraction that they have for each other but they're like but we really want to finally have sex with each other. Yeah. So this is really intense scene, but there is all this emotion underneath that they really wanted to get. They were trying to fight this attraction and love that they had, Mm -hmm. but it was a really intense scene. It was so great. Okay. It was really, really good. All right. So then the, so let's go to the smidometer. So one is going to be Dirty Dancing, where you see Patrick Swayze's naked shoulder moving a little bit. 10 is the Outlander wedding scene. What would you guys say this is, Duchess Steel? I would say this is a eight. I would probably say oh my gosh, I'm like a nine. nine. For me, it's like a nine because of it's the almost intensity. To a 10, honestly. It's almost to a the 10. intensity. Are we talking explicit or are we talking about intensity? Well, oh, okay, okay. We're talking about the hot, hot sex. Okay, ten. Ten. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, I, would say like I would say like a nine. Say nine too. I would say so a we nine. We have a little bit of erotica, like you mentioned, but that was just yeah. the one. It was just the one. Scenes two scenes that were really like that well they're all good yeah they were all good then emotional connection and chemistry so one is going to be star wars episode three you are so beautiful 10 is going to be the atonement fountain scene Probably uh, atonement fountain scene 10 yeah i would say 10, yeah, 10. i would say 10 10 10 so it's a 10 on a nine or a 10 on both and then does mm-hmm. this book pass the bechdel test 100 yes. yeah, does. does the cover match the book Yes. It does, except for his scars. I think that would have been an interesting thing to bring to the cover, even if it just was the insert. But I mean, it's it's a nice cover. I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that it's not a historically accurate dress. That's true. Yeah. The dress is not. It's like a wedding prom dress. All right. So reader reviews. So on Goodreads, this book got a 4.6 out of 5 with 17,300 reviews. The sort of things that were repeated were Beauty and the Beast, Marriage of Convenience, Laugh Out Loud, which it was really funny. Highly recommended, Restored My Faith in Romance Novels, Humor Felt Forced Sometimes, My Favorite Book of the Year, Adorable Fresh, and Some Cliches. It's like, it's all the tropes, mm-hmm. but it's good. Ton of fan art and gifts in the comment sections of Really? Games. So many. Oh, okay. I feel like yeah. that Fun. Um, and then Kindle has a 4.6 out of 5 with 777 reviews. And the tag words on that were Beauty and the Beast, Marriage of Convenience, and Highly Recommended. So, last up, Kelsey. Would you read this? Whoa. Kelsey would read it, even though there's like marriage for pregnancy. Okay. So Kelsey says that there was enough diversity in all the characters that it wasn't just about the marriage for pregnancy. 
and she likes which it. Which is true. It becomes kind of almost a background, a background. Backst- backstory. And in the end, you, you're surprised that she's pregnant. Like, you're almost you're like, like, oh, yeah, there's oh, so much shit. other stuff happening. What? Like, I almost forgot. Great. I think it was our favorite book so it far. It definitely Everyone is. is yeah. I highly recommend if you didn't read it this time before listening, please go back because it's amazing. Yeah. And hopefully we'll do more of Tessa Dare's definitely. work Tessa in the future. Tessa Dare, you are amazing. Tessa, you're wonderful. Thank you for listening. You can recommend a book, send us a listener review for an upcoming title, or just send your thoughts over to readsmutpodcast at gmail.com. Follow our upcoming reviews on Instagram at readsmutpodcast. You can rate us on iTunes and subscribe on any podcast app. And remember, read smut. Next episode, we'll be reviewing Dragon's Gift by Jasmine Walt and May Sage.